Welcome everybody to Catfish Weekly, along with Pontoon Jody. I'm Lyle Stokes, and Jody, thank you for joining us tonight. We needed some help, and there you was. Well, thank you for offering. I'm glad to be here. Uh, we're going to have a good time. We're going to talk about fishing in your boat and some other stuff. And um, there's a whole bunch of people in chat. Maybe they have a few questions for you. But before they get started, I want to go through and acknowledge some of the people in chat, if you don't mind. And uh, if you see that I missed something, just chime on in and help me out. I'm going to start out with John Patrick Jr. in Creole Catfishing, Mark from Catfish and Crappie, Roger from Muskrat Adventures, LG Bass, your partner in crime on Wednesday nights, uh, Bobcat Outdoors, Fishing with the Chad is in chat tonight, Freddy's Outdoor Adventures, which Freddy will be joining me here next Monday night. Okay. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Joey Stewart, uh, Scott Swift, Take Down Catfishing, Fishing and Freedom. Watched one of his lives over the weekend. He done a really good job. I was quite impressed with him. Actually watched a couple of his videos after that and enjoyed them too. Uh, let's see who else we got. Take Down Catfishing. Avid Fisherman just reached a thousand subs. Congratulations, Avid. Happy for you. Chris Usselton. Um, yeah, that and I always get mixed up. Let's see who else we got in here. Want to be outdoors? Hey, Matt, how you doing? I'm going to actually build a, um, fly rod for Matt, but we're waiting on some of the parts to come in. Everything's either on back order, or it's out in ships, and it's kind of a cluster, but he's going to be having a really nice fly rod when we get that thing done. I think he'll enjoy it. Mark Anthony has a package on the way to him. Hopefully he'll enjoy that. Um... Rustic Outdoors got a message from him the other day. Said he was going to be in chat tonight. Had a couple of questions, so that's really cool. Glad to see he made it back. Um, let's see. You see any I'm missing, Jody? Uh, I don't know if you said Bobcat Outdoors. Um, fishing with the Chad. Yep. There's Jersey Catter. We talked about him before. I think he's a new one. Welcome to the chat. Glad to have you on the show with us tonight. Fishing with Paul. Yep. Uh, William Warner. Glad to see you in here tonight, William. Um, see, there's my lovely wife, Cindy, has made it. Hi, Cindy. John Patrick Jr. I said him right off the bat. Three plus one. I don't see D or Betty yet. I don't see James Dockery and um, I did talk to James today for those of you that's been calling and asking and sending me messages and stuff. And James is feeling a little bit better, uh, still under the weather, but uh, keep your thoughts and prayers with him. We want him back on here. It's He's the most fun I have given crap to, and uh, I need him back 100% so he can give it back. It's not any fun if it's a one-way street. <laughs> There's Sean Abney, Brian B., Fishing with JBT, one of my favorite guys to watch late at night. I enjoy watching him catching him channel cat. He's been on a carp run here lately, though. Whisker Dreams. Right. You got Parker Pursuits. You got Lee Evans Catfish Kentucky Outdoors. Scott Swift. Palmetto Cats. Hey, Kevin. Fishing with the Squirrel. J-Dog's in the house and fish in the Mid-South. We're glad to have J-Dog and fish in the Mid-South. There's JP3 Outdoors and Brian Bortz, Blue Collar Life. We got to watch a little video of his before this started. I enjoyed it very much. And fishing with Big Mike, a Tennessee boy. Sweet. <laughs> We're welcome to have all you guys in here. It's awesome to have you. There's Dale Hayslip. <clears throat> My BFF, Tara. Uh, you talking about um, Jay's, Jason's wife, Tara? She's yeah. such a sweet lady. She, uh, I don't know how she stand, puts up with him <laughs> like she does. Jesse Harmon, Luther Harlow, John Boy's Catfishing, 
Kevin Baker, nuts and bolts fishing. Hey, you're it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Buck, 66. I think we're about there's Mike Greenwell. I don't want to miss Mike. Yeah, up in Mike. We've been talking about fishing together for two or three years, getting together in the summertime and doing some bumping together and something always comes up, gets in the way and we haven't ever made it, but we got to get that done. We just, we just have to, because um, that's something I dearly love to do. And so does he. So we got to make that happen. Uh, there is Miss Lizabella Kirkpatrick Thomas and today is her birthday. Happy birthday. Well, happy birthday, Lizabella. I have the notifications you get for when people's birthdays come up. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people get them in the mornings, and I used to, but for some reason now, I either don't get them or it's late in the afternoons or evenings, and they still never popped up for today. But I try to hit them when I see them. But, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I noticed that it was her birthday. And there is Josh, the weekend angler, yeah. Lance McCoo guy. Real gals fish. Nice to have you in here tonight. I've seen James Kirkpatrick, so hopefully he don't pay me back for the aggravation I gave him last night. <laughs> <laughs> James, and Elizabella, James and Elizabella will be on with uh, uh, Mark at the Catfish and Crappie podcast as soon as we're done here, so that should be a great show. Dale <laughs> um, Hayslip and Danimal. I didn't see Danimal. Glad you caught him. That's mm -hmm. Lou. Pretty Uncle Lou is Lee in here. Good to see Lee. Man, the list is long. <laughs> There's D. Welcome, D. Fishing and Freedom. Man, that's one of my favorite names for all of them. Yes, it is. It's a good that's, name. It really is. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, I got a message from. Uh, from James Smith today. Actually, a phone call. He called me, and I know that he's going to be watching the show tonight, but he won't be in chat. He's got some things that he's busy with tonight, but uh, we want to tell him, hey, and hope everything's going good for him. I see one of your friends is in here. Which one is that? Dieter. My man, Dieter. I talked to Dieter on the phone the other day. Dieter right. is a friend of mine. We've known each other for a long time. I've watched him a couple of years now. He can learn a lot, uh, and he has some great content. And uh, uh, he, he is very up to speed on um, uh, regulations and stuff for his area. And mm -hmm. I, I, I like that. There's David Smith. I seen a message that Chad had put up um, that David Smith's birthday was either tomorrow, I believe tomorrow. And he's wanted to make sure everybody said happy birthday to him. But Chad has to be very careful about that because today is the 6th and his birthday is the 8th. Mm -hmm. So we want to remember that. And uh, Hooks and Hammocks just had a birthday. Yep, he did. Happy mm -hmm. birthday, Chris. 3B Fishing has joined us. Mike's Fishing Home. Wow. Man, oh, man. Chrissy Brown. Haven't seen Ernie. He might be in bed. He might. <laughs> He's uh, He gets up early. Mm -hmm. Earlier than me. PX Tiger. Fort Charles. Yep. William Warner. Mm -hmm. Man. Chat's Nothing. flying. Laughing Cat Fishing. Which is Serena's husband. Thomas. Yep. Glad to see Thomas in here. Wow. And, actually, another birthday's coming up. Aaron from Catfish Regulators. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, cool. Mm -hmm. Is it soon? It's on the night. Well, that's right after Chad's. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Aaron. Mm -hmm. Because it'll be gone by the time we come <laughs> back around. Fishing with Robbie, one of my favorite youngsters in the catfishing industry. How you doing, little buddy? I hope everything's going well for you. Sean Agney. I've never seen that name before. Sean and his wife met me at a weigh-in line the first time in uh, Owensboro, Kentucky. We was down there to a big tournament, and they come down there while we was in line away and introduced themselves to me. And, and we had a great visit then, and they've been friends online ever since. So uh, 
So glad to see them in here. Moonlight Fishing. Annette Morgan. Someone you know? Yeah, she's always in the chat. That's cool. I'm not sure she's been in here before. If she has, I may have missed her. So welcome to chat. We appreciate you coming in here. Holy moly, I'm thinking I'm going to get to the end of this pretty soon. <laughs> Your boy Troy's there. <laughs> Mike, Mike joined as a new member. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate that very much. Tomorrow, thank you, Mike. Uh, David Smith says. Chad will be 40. Chad will be 40. <laughs> That's right, Freddie. Keep after him, man. <laughs> Oh mercy! Uh, he he kind of, uh, you know, he's kind of like that. Rustic outdoors. Jesse Harmon, and you, the list just keeps going. <laughs> it does. They just keep coming. I'm thinking I'm gonna get to the bottom of it, but I haven't yet. What do you say we talk about some fishing? Okay. I, I would. You would you mind telling us a little bit about your boat and and. How you chase flatheads in that? Okay. I've got a 20-foot pontoon. It's a Sylvan. It's a 2000 model. I just, uh, I was actually going to buy a car, and car got sold before I got there, and I'm like, I really don't need a car. It's, I was actually going to buy a used Corvette is what I was going to buy. <laughs> and it got sold before I got there, and uh, I thought, well, I'm going to vote. So I went, I went on Facebook, you know, marketplace, and I hunted around till I found that pontoon, and it's in good shape and looked good. So I went and bought it, and I've loved it ever since. Cool. It was a, like a, a bass a bass buggy. It's got two bass seats in the front, two bass seats in the back, and it's got the the water well underneath, the, you know, the the love seat. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of room on pontoon boats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The um. Cindy had talked to me about buying one years ago when we was fishing so many tournaments, you just can't pull them all over the United States. I mean, I guess you could, but I'm not going to. And uh, now I'm thinking might relook that, you know, because mm -hmm. they are there. The, you just if I was, had one, I would just rent a slip to put it in one of the lakes here that I was going to fish all the time. And and uh, you just walk down and get on it and back out and take off. And that'd be the end of it. But um, in those days, it just wasn't feasible for us. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, but there is there's a ton of room on them, and I'm not as interested in going 60 mile, 70 mile an hour on the water as I used to be. I mean, it's uh, still fun, but I don't have to do it now. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I can see. The, uh, how big a live well do you have in it? Uh, I've never put a big fish in it. I mean, I put a striper in it one time to take home to somebody, but. Uh, it's as big as it's half of the seat, so. Oh wow! About three foot long, maybe. That's that's fit a big fish. Yeah. That'll fit a big fish. There's Clearview Outdoors has joined us, and I seen one of the your boy Troy's in here now that he wasn't. I'll try to keep up with as many of them as I can. But, so, have you ever fished in anything besides a pontoon, Jody? I've fished in a bass boat before. Okay. And I uh, don't really care for it. <laughs> right. Because, you know, it's not set up for catfishing. You have to hold your poles, and I like the rod holders all around it. I've set mine right. up with most of rod holders, and uh, I, I don't, actually don't like going fast. Right. So, and of the night, I, my boat goes 14 miles an hour, and I don't even hit that during the night. Well, that's probably good. Um because I have done some night traveling. We've had some trouble at night, and we haven't been back, really back out at night since that night. Alicia wanted to say hello to you tonight. Hello, Alicia. Her and chat. Um, we, uh, there is, a lot of people don't realize there's restrictions on speed uh, about everywhere traveling at night. Uh, most people don't realize it, but there's a speed limit on on, at least in our area, on all the lakes and the rivers, uh, and I don't remember what it is. I think it's 30 mile an hour, but I think it's less than that, actually, but for some reason 30 comes to mind, but um, you know, we was just like everybody else back in those days. If if you could run 60 and you thought you were safe, you'd do it, but um, we wasn't going very fast one night and got stuck up against a, a wing dike on 
the Missouri River and liked to never got off of it. Mm -hmm. And um, got turned around, and if that had been for the electronics in the boat, ain't no telling what would have happened, but it turned all the depth finder transducers straight up. Mm -hmm. We was in a tournament. It was really cloudy. It was pitch dark. You couldn't see your hand in front of your face, and we was shoved up against the back of Wingdike sideways. Oh, wow. In a 24-foot boat. So, mm -hmm. you know, we it was a tough time, but uh, we haven't fished night since then. But Cindy and I used to fish below the dams on the Mississippi River at night, and they're lit up. You know, you can read a book without having any extra lights. And uh, we caught some great fish doing that below those dams and uh, had some wonderful times, uh, especially on them 100-degree days when it was, you know, 70 or 80 degrees uh, at night down there with a little wind, and the fish was bite made for us a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. I love the night fish because you don't have the other boats around. And uh, it's it's peaceful. It's something different from fishing of a night during the day. Thank you, Matt. We appreciate that so much. Glad to have you in here. But, yeah, I love night fishing. Um, but anymore, I, it's not that I wouldn't go night fishing. I'm pretty sure Cindy would, too. But it would have to be someplace we was really familiar with. We was on a strange part of the, the river that we had never been on before when that happened and it got real cloudy. And like I say, it was dark and mm -hmm. um, we had spotlights, of course, but by the time we figured out what was going on, it was too late. We was already up against it and mm -hmm. uh, with push paddles and poles and stuff to get you off of it. It was, it was kind of tough because with them big motors and big props, you don't want to stick them in the rocks and tear them all up. It costs too much money. So, uh, <laughs> Jersey Catter says, Jody, I've never been on a pontoon before. Before, How are they in regards to anchoring on a windy day? Does higher profile of the pontoon boat present any issues than a lower profile boat would have? Yes. You're constantly, I don't have a lot of uh, current, so I'm always fighting a turn anyway. But the wind, it'll it turn you all the way around sometimes. Once it starts... Especially if you got the mini top up, it's like a kite. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I don't go fishing in in the wind. That's the first thing I check when I'm going. I don't look for rain. I look for wind. Well, I um, I know guys and uh, several, a few people, not several, a few people that bought the big Sea Arc twenty six footer that are wanting rid of them because of the same thing. The sides are a little bit higher on those. They catch so much wind. They're hard to load, hard to unload. You can't anchor with them and hold them. They're switching back and forth all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, if the wind's blowing sideways and you're trying to drift backwards and back bottom bounce, you know, it's always keeping you up one end of the boat cocked sideways. So mm -hmm. um, there, there is such a thing as too much of a good thing. Yeah. You know, uh, there's no, nothing in the world that re will replace um, room in a boat, but there can be, uh, too much of a good thing, you know. What I, mean? yeah, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> oh, I suffer Jason, with it all the time. <laughs> yeah, right. Jason says, My bite has been bad. If you want some of me and Tara, now would be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make that happen, Jason, but it's probably <laughs> going to be in a little bit warmer weather. But uh, I haven't forgot about you. And, and Tara is so nice. And, and you're just Jason. So <laughs> they both are. Yeah, I'm sure they are. He's a great friend and, and a good guy. We're glad to have him as part of the catfishing community. But she is really a nice lady. He had had her make some smarty remarks in, on, on video mm -hmm. and clips and stuff and send them to me. And she <laughs> actually sent me a message and apologized. Said, he made me do it. <laughs> I got a bang out of that. I thought it was very funny. Mm -hmm. You're very welcome. I think Jody will answer about any question you guys have that, like that if you all have any questions for her, and, and she's very knowledgeable and can answer them. So if you have any, go ahead and and uh, and get them out there. Next, uh, how big how big a motor did you say you had on your boat? I got a 45 on it right now. A 45. Mm -hmm. And it goes 14 mile an hour. Yep. 
that's you know that's not all that bad in, in if you're in skinny water. I don't know how how much water you have on the Watts Bar area. I've never been there. I've I've got you know some big water, but I've got several boat ramps. So wherever I plan at fishing at, that's the boat ramp I go to. I don't have to drive as far. I, I may go three trips without putting gas in it. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a twelve gallon tank, but you know it's about three trips I can get. That wouldn't be so bad because my boat has a 34 or 36 gallon tank in it. When you stop to fill that baby up, you know you've been stopped. Yeah. At three bucks a gallon. It, it's kind of tough. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I choose, I pretty much know where I'm going to fish at. And then I pick, try to pick the closest boat ramp to it. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. What, mm -hmm. what about your fishing equipment? What, what do you have for fishing rods and reels and stuff like that? I use the, I got some big cat fevers and I have a, the Berkeley big gangs from Walmart. They're like $22. I use those too. Mm -hmm. And then I have the pin warfare thirties. Mm -hmm. And then I actually bought two Abu Garcia's. Okay. And then J dog gave me a poll the other day. With the, oh, that's nice of him. Yeah. With the pin warfare 20 on it. Uh, that's pretty good reels. I don't have any of the Warfares, but mm -hmm. I do have a Fathom, and I love it dearly. Yeah. Abbott said, Jody, what is your best flathead? 42 pounds. 42 Can't get out of the 40s. That's a giant, though. It really is. I catch a lot in the 30s, you know, 36, 38, sometimes 32, but I cannot get out of the 42s. I got to tell you, them are great fish. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> Chad says, Jody, do you do any tournament fishing or do you just make bets online with people? <laughs> um, I've done, you know, I really don't like the tournaments because you're pressured. You know, I fish all night. I, I'll get there six, seven o'clock of the night. I don't leave till 10 the next day. So I've got all those bite windows I'm fishing. Oh, wow. So, and tournaments are mostly during the day and mostly. I don't. Yeah, I don't do day fishing, so it's it's hard for me to do a tournament. Yeah, I've done you know done palmettos. I did the women's tournament, and the monster hunt. A and lot I, of the online tournaments I noticed a lot of them have been at night though. Yeah, I did that flathead challenge, but yeah. I I should have started it earlier because it actually ended, you know, after my flatheads bite went on, you know, mm -hmm. bite. So I should have started it a month or two earlier. Well. That's kind of how it works, but you know, next time you'll do it differently. Okay. And that's that's still part of the learning curve. Dieter Melhorn says Jody fishes Watts Bar. Oh heck, might see her later this month. Oh wow. Yeah. Dieter, you should get a hold of Jody and you guys fish a little bit while you're out there. There's Patriot James. We was just talking about you, James. Glad you made it in chat tonight. Hope everything is going well for you this evening. Alicia, that's exactly how I feel when I go through chat trying to call out everybody because I know I miss people. And uh, there's no way that you can get them all when chat's flying and there's 100 people watching. And uh, they just have to understand that you're going to miss one once in a while. Mm -hmm. Like Gene Tillman has joined us and Air Run has joined us. <laughs> that's that's just, yeah, that's kind of the way it works. But yeah, that would be great if if you and Dieter could get together and and uh, of course he's going to want to do a video and that'd be okay. Yeah, I was actually thinking of trying to charter with him next year. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure he would do that. That'd give you guys a chance to talk about that mm -hmm. uh, because yeah, Dieter does a lot of uh, a lot of that now. Um, but he, I know he's been working regular. There's Chunky Cats fishing. Elstan, welcome. Kevin with Palmetto Cats is in here. Uh, man, that is just flying. <laughs> Max the Mad Catter. Welcome. Michelle, it's all mine. Do what? Oh, yeah. I, I, is that her name, Michelle? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mark Anthony says that would be awesome. Pontoon Jody and Deidre collab. I think it would be too. That'd be worth watching. Big Bill's veteran catfishing. Thumbs up, people, for a great show. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it so much. Man, I miss if this thing stops running for a minute. Like I stopped to say hello to Chunky, and I got to 
scroll down. It's just flying by so fast. It's really that's outstanding. But that's uh, Rob from Two Old Vets and fishing with Steve Mosley, both great guys. Both Rob does a lot of videos that are not catfishing, and I get a chance to watch a lot of these uh, once in a while. But I know he's got one out today that I haven't got a chance to see because I've been busy doing other things. I also see Mike Urban has joined us. And I don't want to miss Mike because he's in a lot of streams. And Keith Smart, Mo Creek Fishing, Chunky Morgan. I get Rob's been, uh, of course, he doesn't send me pictures. He sends Dockery pictures and, and Chad pictures and Mark pictures, but he doesn't send me any pictures. He's been catching some giant crappie. And I've been hearing about it, but not from Rob. I've been hearing about it from everybody else. So uh, I hope he has to buy a bunch of stuff to tie up some new jigs with and spend a bunch of money because he didn't send me pictures of them fish. So that, that would serve him right. Because I do hear a little bit about that from time to time, that it's my fault that he does that. But, uh, that's not true. You see Avid in there, right? I did see Avid in there. What happened to Avid, don't you? He reached a thousand subs today. Congratulations yeah. on that. That's a milestone. It really yeah. is. Mm -hmm. Chet made it here a while back. Abbott's got it today. Somebody else, I think over the weekend, got it. John Parker got it last night. That was who it was. Yeah, John yeah. Parker. Yeah. So that's that's really good that John and uh, his wife made yeah. it, Dana. So mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's it's a milestone. It helps you. Um, it helps you get acknowledged more. Most people think that, that it's about monetization, and it never was about monetization for me, because unless you got a boatload of subscribers, and I mean a lot more than a thousand, mm -hmm. you don't really get any money to speak of off of off of YouTube. The mon the reaching a thousand subscribers and anything more than that starts putting your name a little closer to the top of the pages when people are searching for stuff, and that's more important than the few dollars that you get off of that because that way people can find you easier. And when people are searching for catfish related stuff, your name will pop up there a little sooner and it's easier for them to get to you. So it's, uh, it's just, you just need to get there if you can. But yeah, a thousand subscribers. That's awesome. Uh, Congratulations, David and John and Dana. Heck yeah, that's that's way cool. And there'll be some more coming up. I noticed um, I watched um, Parker Pursuits and the Weekend Angler. Thank you, Freddie. Thank you so much. Um, I watched those guys Saturday, I believe it was. They was on. They was on a wing dike on the Mississippi River. Um, Parker is getting pretty close to a thousand too. So uh, people need to go over to his channel, Parker Pursuits, and mm -hmm. help Jerry out a little bit, give him a like and subscribe. And remember when you do that, uh, to make a comment and watch part of the video because it won't stick a lot of times if you don't do that. And I'm not sure why that is. It didn't used to be that way, but it is anymore. So uh, you got to, it's like playing a game with YouTube, I guess. Justin's fishing fetish has arrived. We're so glad to have him in here. Mm-hmm. Have you met Justin and his daughter? No. I've uh, seen him on some lives, but Oh you will you will enjoy it so much when you do. He's a great guy. And I at is a great little girl. She is just awesome. And a fishing machine. She just loves to fish, so great folks. We um we met them at, at uh catfish conference in Louisville a few years ago, but uh, I had the pleasure of visiting with Justin a little bit out the uh, Patriot James tournament, uh, which is coming up. And I would say James will be having uh, more information about that pretty quick because I know he's starting to get some questions about that. But um, anybody that gets a chance needs to make sure to go out there and fish that tournament this year because it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I just seen somebody new, Gray, Gray Bird Ford. Welcome to chat. I, I don't believe I've seen your name in there before, so we're glad to have you. Thanks so much for joining us. 
something else I seen went flying by, but it is flying by. So <laughs> yeah, it's definitely going. <laughs> but Brian B must have made it in there. I see some people are saying hello to him. We got. I, I need to get a hold of you, Brian, and and uh, I got a question I need to ask you. So uh, be looking for an email for me for long. Dieter says I'm blocking off that weekend just so I can fish James's tournament. Good idea, Dieter. I'm yeah. glad to see that. I'm not. We haven't made plans of whether we're coming back out there or not. But if I come back out there, Dieter, if I drive all the way back out there and I only get to spend an hour with you like I did this time, it's not going to be right. We are. Thank you, Joy. Thank you so much. We're going to have to put the boat in the water and go for a swim or fish or just go out and sit in a boat and talk or something. <laughs> oh, man. Three plus one is almost to a thousand. Be sure to check them out. That is exactly right. Thank you for letting us know that. What was this? Let's get Dieter Melhorn to 1,000. I think <laughs> Dieter probably is about there. Uh, Kevin with Palmetto says April 16th. Kevin is on it tonight. He's got that figured out. I'm glad because I didn't know what exactly the date was, but uh, April 16th, and uh, I know that James had talked about he's going to be moving it to a different boat ramp, and uh, he wants to make it a really, really good event, and it was last year. Uh, we didn't fish, Jody. We drove all the way out there just to help him do his tournament, and we absolutely – had a ball. So, um, but I can't go back out there twice and not take a boat and fish. I just can't do it. And it's a long way, but uh, it was a lot of fun. Valerie Irwin is in here tonight. I've been thinking about it. I had somebody ask me to fish it with them. So I just don't know exactly how far away it is. The only thing that bothers me about pulling my boat is a single axle. Yeah, that's a long way to. Um, that's a long way. Mine's a single axle, too, but it's not a pontoon. Yeah. Uh, but we've pulled it everywhere. Dieter says, I'm going to do a better job of keeping Palmetto cats from running around while I watch. Rob's, I got the wrong one. Rob says, I sure hope not the ramp that has all the issues with the ramp. Hogs and wind. I, I don't know, uh, Rob, which one it is, but he'll he'll get it figured out where it's a good ramp and and everybody will be happy with it and have lots of parking. Uh, it, it, it'll be fun. Uh, Robbie was fishing with Kevin. Little Robbie was fishing with Kevin last year, and uh, we got to meet his grandmother who was sitting in her car reading a book. Nobody actually knew what was going on and and uh, finally asked her and she told us that she was robbie's grandmother so we invited her set over and she sat there with david martin and uh, big nasty and myself and several others that was up there through the day uh, laura was there and cindy and uh, a whole bunch of people and and visited with us while robbie's with kevin fishing that was it was a great event yeah i seen lisa in here she married aaron Lisa Lee. Uh, is is I didn't see her in here. Is is she still Lisa Lee? She today she's doing as catfish regular, Miss Catfish Cat, Regulator. Okay. Yeah, and I, I thought something had changed, but I, I couldn't remember remember what it was. So And uh, then Lisa Elliott. She goes by that too now. Okay, good. Well, congratulations, you guys. Mm-hmm. And then Mike Sampson, uh, he fishes the same waters I do. Mike Sampson does? Yeah. And Mike is a really good guy. There's Alan Brashaw has joined us. Uh, Creo says he can't wait to put that big barge on Wiley. Yeah. I guess, I, from what I understand, Jeremy is going all the way from Texas out to fish Wiley in April. So that's going to be a, a haul for him, but it'll be mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. Good question, Parker Pursuits. Jody, which end of watch bar do you fish in the winter? I fish, uh, basically I fish the same areas. I can't go as far back up on the the rivers as I go, though. Like I fished Clinch River and I fished Emory River, but Emory River's kind of shut down for me because I can't get my boat through there. 
I have to go farther on down to uh, close to Caney Creek, you know, heading on down towards Tennessee River to put in now. So I had to motor back up. Oh, wow. So I have to worry about getting landlocked, too. Sometimes it'll be like two foot deep, and I'm not going to get landlocked. No, no, that's never good. Yeah, so that eliminates a lot of my flathead holes during the winter anyway. Now, does your water get cold enough that the uh, flatheads go dormant in the wintertime, or do, do the water stay warm enough where they can still swim around? And It's 50 right now, the water temperature. Okay. So, so it, it does get colder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It'll drop quite a bit more. But, yeah. you know, where I'm at, you know, I have places I go, I target flatheads. I, I, I'm like a flathead hunter. That's what I want to catch, and that's where I go. But during the winter, I have to go for the blues. Right. But the flatheads are everywhere, though, where I'm at. That's awesome, because they're not everywhere where I'm at. Yeah. I can be <laughs> fishing for a blue and catch a flathead. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, I would never complain about that. Yeah. I see that Mark from Catfish and Crappie has put up Jeremy Coben's YouTube link. That's uh, awesome. Go over there and check out his, his videos and stuff. But just remember that Jeremy has been in the hospital. He is out now and home uh, with complications from COVID. Keep him in your thoughts and prayers. We want to get him back out on the water, catching those fish as quickly as we can. I think he had a pretty rough go with that COVID stuff. And I don't understand how that works. I know some people uh, get over it real easy. And the next person that you think is healthy as a horse uh, mm -hmm. does not. So it's very strange. Dieter says those Emory River flatheads still got coal ash. <laughs> <laughs> you don't eat those. <laughs> uh, I would say that's probably right. <laughs> Anything comes around from the steam plant, but that's basically I fish around the steam plant. Cool. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Um, we don't have any of that, but I used to fish the Mississippi River a lot, and if there's anything along the bank of the Mississippi River, it gets dumped into that river uh, somewhere along the line, so... Mm -hmm. I give up worrying about that years ago. If I want to eat a fish, I just grab it and eat it. And if I don't want to, I don't have to. But I think probably, uh, now this is just my personal opinion. It doesn't amount to nothing to anybody but me. But I think the lakes are probably a safer place to get your eating fish than any of the big rivers. I Well, I, if I want to keep a fish, I go up above the steam plant. I up know above fish, the steam plant. Yeah, I know fish swim and, get you know, go wherever, but. I, I go pretty far up above if I want to mess the fish. Well, they filter just like anything else, though. I mean, they have ways of filtering out the I don't know how long it takes to filter out the toxins, however. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I, I assume that biologists and stuff like that have got all that figured out. I do not. Uh, but like I say, if I want to eat one, I'll eat one. The mm -hmm. thing that they've always told me was, I always believe that the smaller fish are better eaten, just like mm -hmm. any animal. You don't you don't let a bull get to be two thousand pounds before you butcher them. You get them when they're small, mm -hmm. uh, and I believe fish to be the same way. And they haven't been in the water. When you're talking about three, four, five pound fish, those haven't been in the water for thirty years, absorbing all mm -hmm. those toxins and things they're not supposed to get that are bad for you. They've only been in there a year and a half, two years, so they can't have as much of it in their system. Those are the fish you want to eat. That's my opinion. I've only had one flathead I've kept and eat because it swallowed the hook and it was bleeding. It's going to die anyway. Right. Yeah, you got to harvest that fish. It was the best tasting of anyone I've eaten, though. Flatheads are the best. Yeah. Uh, back in the old days, and I've never, never hid the fact um, back in the old days when I was a kid and things was different, people didn't know about CPR and saving the fish. We always harvested a lot of bigger fish. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't matter with a flathead, whether it's a big one or a little one. I probably should not say this online, but flatheads are great eating fish. They are the best of all of them. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just can't kill a big flathead. Uh, I just can't do it. You know, in fact, I can't remember the last time I had a flathead 
uh, it must've been 25 years ago. I just can't do it. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't, I don't kill the big blues or the big channel cats either. Uh, you know, we go all the way to Mendota and catch those giant channel mm -hmm. cat up there and we return every one of them to the water. That's how come they have such a great fishery. And mm -hmm. uh, we'll continue to go up there and catch those. Uh, but like I say, everything that we catch is uh, never, I can't, I just don't, anything 10 pounds, uh, that's just too big to wall around. I like them three, four, five pounds. Yeah. Thank you, Max. Appreciate that so very much. Philip Williams, I see him in chat. Glad to see him in here. Yeah. Mike Chavez, really glad to see Mike in here. Uh, if I don't see some of these guys like Mike Chavez that's been in chat for years and years and years, I wonder about them, you know, if they're okay or something's happened. I know his work schedule is, mm -hmm. is kind of strange, but but I'm, I'm so used to seeing Mike in here, and I was starting to think, well, what's going on? And then you look down there, and you see Art from the One Ton Catfish Club. And hey, Art. <laughs> absolutely, One Ton for life. I met him and Josh when I was fishing the dock. I met, him, I met him out at, um, at James's tournament also. Um, I got to tell you, they were big guys, but I could show them how to eat. We was at a couple smorgasbords while we was out there. And, uh, I thought, man, if that's all they eat, they ain't even got no game. <laughs> but they, they are a hoot to be around. They are a blast. Lots of fun. <laughs> Keith Smart says, back in the early 90s, I ate a 56.5-pound flathead. It was good, but soaked it in salt water for three or four days. Wow. Had never done that. I mean, I put them in salt water, but I don't leave them in there that long. I missed something that Art said because Kevin says them are fighting words, Art. <laughs> that you're right about that, Mark. I do love my shrimp. Josh says, Catfish Weekly, we should challenge the one-ton nurse to a shrimp-eating competition. <laughs> Josh, make it happen. Make it, make it happen. <laughs> I'm in on that. I love my shrimp. I really do. <laughs> Earlier, Creole said, flatheads are the ribeye of the river. <laughs> that's, that's a very true statement. They really are. Um, I, like I say, I, I just... Years ago, I just got to where I, I wouldn't kill them. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, now, if, if you get one that's deep hooked, like you was talking about, it's way better to harvest that fish than to let it die and go to waste. I would never do that. Um, but they're such beautiful fish, and they're the hardest fighters of all, and uh, they're so much fun to catch. Uh, the colors on flatheads. And they vary depending on water conditions and sunlight and a lot of variables. But the colors on them are just so beautiful. And you get the ones that uh, Creole, he calls them Appaloosas. And some of them actually look like that. They're spotted up. Others are really dark green, almost black. Others are yellow. Mm -hmm. and, and I call it baby crap yellow. But they're all gorgeous fish. And, man, they stay on the bottom. They fight really hard. And. Mine are mostly the green camo digital pattern. Mm -hmm. Mine look like that. I like that. Yeah, they're real pretty. Yep. I'm, well, come on now. Max the Mad Ketter says, I personally eat between 10 and 15 pound fish. Feeds my entire four-person family where I'd have to kill 10 smaller ones. That makes sense mm -hmm. to equal that. And I can't get myself to do the feel bad enough killing cats. <laughs> I understand, you know, and um, if you can get one and, and do an entire meal, that makes, that makes all the sense in the world to me. For me, it's just Cindy and I most of the time. Yeah. And um, I, I went, I went 12 or 13 years without cleaning the fish. Not that I couldn't clean them. Yeah. I don't like to do it. I, I don't like to do it, but um, we get back going again uh, this year. We're probably going to keep some more because I love to eat them. But I'm uh, Lake Ozark and Truman is so full of blue cats. 
that the conservation department actually increased the limit of small fish that you can keep on those bodies of water. Uh, mm -hmm. You can keep up to 10 of those under 26 inches. So um, they want you to harvest those smaller ones. It's overpopulated mm -hmm. uh, blue cats. So you, you're welcome to get them. So I'm thinking now's a good time as any to, to get a few and, and do some eating. I usually keep a 10 pounder when I keep one. That's a good size. Usually two of them is what I get. I get one to eat that day and then one to put up. Art from the One Ton Fishing Club, Lyle insulted the One Ton Fishing Club can't eat. <laughs> <laughs> Insinuated. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, they can, but I think Josh and I can take them. I really do. Mm -hmm. Air Run says, I call them camel cats here in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. That sounds right. TWA, y'all couldn't stand a chance and they wouldn't have enough shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> we Not had to, we would, Jody, we, that shrimp eating contest. <laughs> oh, we need to do that. I'm in for it. I promise you that. We was in, um, out there, to, and when we met them at a restaurant, the first place that we met them in a restaurant was at a um, Chinese buffet. I really think that we hurt that place bad that night. I really did. There was Kevin was out there and and the one-ton guys and and uh, Cindy and I and um, Chad and Dee and, and two girls, their daughter and another little girl with them. And I don't remember who all else was there. Uh, there were several of us there. And um, we done some damage on that. <laughs> all you could eat. Uh, yeah, they knew we'd been there. But I didn't eat in two or three days the time we got out there, so I was ready to go. There's Danny Stone outdoors. Hey, Danny. <laughs> Annetta, Annetta Morgan, did we talk about her a while ago? Annette, yeah. Yep. Uh, Matt says, Lyle, I need to get up to Lake the Ozarks now that the boats are limited. Matt, now's a great time throughout the rest of the, the winter to go to Lake Ozarks and catch fish <laughs> because the, there always is big boats on Lake Ozark. But there's not as many in the cold weather as there is in the uh, in the spring, summer, and fall. Uh, a lot of those guys have already got them put up on on uh, lifts and stuff, or removed them from the from the water. Um, people forget that Lake Ozark is the number one tourist lake in the entire United States, and it it's got the most boat docks per foot, square foot of any lake in the United States, which is good if you're crappie and bluegill fishing, uh, even cat fishing, because they like to get underneath that in the shade too. But there's so many of those big boats when the weather's hot. Um, and, and if you don't have a pretty good sized boat or a very stable boat, they'll put you up on the bank pretty quick. But, um, it's a it's a great lake to catch fish and there's plenty of fish in there and now's a great time to be fishing. We haven't been up there uh, for quite some time or since spring, but um, we'll probably be making the trip up there. It's not a lot difference to any of any one of the lakes around here is about the same distance for us. Uh, let's see, Mr. Lance McCuga, you know I find his video so interesting he fishes for stuff other than catfish too and, mm -hmm. and I, I like to see that and the different techniques he has and the different rigs he uses I, I like that too and he does do some different rigs and different techniques and some of that has to do with the fact that he's from hawaii and they just do things different out there and he's incorporated it into inshore fishing so that works out really well uh, anything that you can do to make yourself more successful and guys like Lance that share it with the rest of us, that's just a home run. Yeah. It really is. That's, that's the kicker. He wants to share and help everybody else. You know, that's what that's what Catfish Weekly started out being. We was trying to share stuff and help people catch more fish. Mm -hmm. And um, we'd done that for a long time. And Doc was one of the great ones about that uh, with his tips and different things. And uh, they wasn't all related to uh to fishing, but a lot of them had like boat tips and trailer tips and things like that. So it really worked out. But um, anytime that that you uh, can help somebody be more successful, you've hit a home run. Mm -hmm. See, Dieter's on me about something. 
just messed up was making cornbread and put a cup of milk in the mix instead of half of a cup. I'm blaming Catfish Weekly for the cornbread soup. You just go ahead and do that, Dieter. I can take it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just make it a double batch. <laughs> That's right. Pour some more in there and you'll have some for tomorrow. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that boy, years the way he's growing, he can eat a, little, a couple extras. <laughs> and that boy has really grown in the last year. Uh, Jody, that's one of the things that, that uh, James Smith and I used to talk about. We've been doing this long enough now that we've seen a lot of these people that follow us in chat and throughout what we do, we've watched their kids grow up. Mm -hmm. And it's been pretty interesting. And when you're in there a few years, you'll see the the little guys as they come in and their parents start introducing them. Then the next thing you know, they're driving boats and got their own stuff, and it it makes for a really interesting thing to talk about later on. It really does. We, I've, I've coached a few sports, and, you know, my kids is in sports, and I help coach some, and I've, I've seen that where they grow up, and then their kids is playing sports, and I'm like, time has just flown by. It has. It, it really has, and um, it's hard to believe, but that's just the way it works, and um, um, a lot of these kids now are like Grayson. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know how old Grayson is, but hell, he's bigger than I am. He's not as heavy duty as I am, but he's you know <laughs> he's tall as I am or taller, and mm -hmm. and uh, I, he helps Dieter do them videos, and he does a bang up job. He's a great young man, but so many of them are, and mm -hmm. uh, uh him and Robbie and guys like that. And, and, and even the girls, there's a lot of those. They are, they are the people that's going to be the future pontoon Jody and the future catfish weekly host and, and things like that. And, uh, there's for sure a lot worse things these kids can do than be out fishing. Exactly. Uh, if we could turn all these ones that are, watching some of this stuff that's on TV these days, if we could turn them into fishermen, I believe the world would be a far better place. Mm -hmm. Carolina Catfish, welcome. That is uh, Jose, I think. Oh, cool. I, uh, there's so many people, Jody, that's come into our community in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, uh, some of them I have not been able to keep up with their names. And I know their screen names, uh, but a lot of them hasn't said, well, I'm this or that, or sent me a message mm -hmm. uh, or whatever. So uh, I haven't been able to keep up with some of them, but uh, we're glad to have them all in chat. It just makes things wonderful. And if you guys haven't checked out the post that has been made in um, Catfish Weekly's community tab and Panfish Weekly uh, Nation's uh, community tab, we're going to be giving away uh, some mugs right before the week before Christmas. So uh, you need to be a member of the uh, join to be a member to get in on that. But we're going to give some away and hope everybody enjoys those. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff planned for next year. We're going to start a, a couple of new deals and and uh, we're just going to have a lot of fun. So that's where we're going to be. What what have you got planned for the future, Jody? Um, this month I'm going to hit the bank. Enter that has bank tournament. Okay. So I'm going to get with some people from Knoxville that's wanting to fish and have them come fish with me down in Kingston and some areas like that. And we'll just have a good time. We'll probably go live if we got service. That would be great. Catfishing with Cause. She's one of them. Cool. So. I know uh, Doc used to talk about the Kingston area a lot. That's, um, I thought when he retired, he was he had always talked about moving mm -hmm. uh to the Kingston area, and he wanted wanted to fish that river, but he ended up going to to Alabama instead. But he always talked that about that being his favorite part of the Tennessee River. Yeah, it's my favorite. Yeah, well, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> well, Doctor Flathead guy, and um, you and him ever got together, you would have some <laughs> stuff to talk about because I don't know anybody um, that catches any more flatheads over a period of a lot of years that I've known him any more flatheads than Doc has caught. I mean, he put me on a good one down in Mississippi uh, in Memphis one year. Mm -hmm. So uh, we was in a tournament down there. 
hadn't really done any good. And he pulled up to a spot, said, here, we'll, we'll cast right here. And I did. He did. Actually, I caught it on his rod. Uh, <laughs> but I was, I was sitting right there. I mean, that's mm -hmm. yeah. the way it works in tournaments. But uh, it was a great fish. Never forget that. But we always had a lot of fun. Roger says he's ready to move to Rogersville. You can have it. I, mm -hmm. I, I may never go back down there. I don't like that place. Um I don't like anything about it, really, but uh, there's a lot better places to fish. If you ever been to the Mississippi River and had any success, you'd never go back down there. It's just that much better. <laughs> just the way it is. Mr. But a lot of people can't take the current, that, and that's the difference. Yeah. The Mississippi's the current is so strong, uh, but that's where the fish are at. Thank you, Ricky. Whisker greens. <laughs> Whisker greens. I'm I'm missing something. He he said I was doing a great oh, job. Are, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Well, I, I'm glad that you joined me tonight, uh, Jody, mm -hmm. because you know we talked about this what month ago, something mm -hmm. a long yeah. time ago. And I had a whole bunch of people when James decided he wasn't going. I got a bunch of messages, and I was trying to get people in there, and I had people in mind that I wanted to to do some stuff with, and this was one of them. So uh, uh, I, I was thrilled that you would, would do this. Kevin says, I can't imagine a pontoon would be good on the Mississippi. Kevin, you'd be surprised. Uh, I feel the same way uh, in a lot of instances, but you can go down on the Missouri or the Mississippi, either one, almost any day of the year that it's Boatable, you know, when it's not too bitterly cold or too ungodly hot, and there'll always be a bunch of pontoons on it. Uh, but usually they got pretty good sized motors. Um, um, another thing that, that there's a lot of that surprised me are deck boats. There's a lot of deck boats down there, too. So, um, and, and now I'm talking about above St. Louis. Because once you get from St. Louis down, there's no there's no dams, and that's when it starts really getting wild and woolly. But uh, if you're in between some of the dams from the St. Louis area up, it doesn't get as bad. And uh, there's a lot of pontoons and deck boats and things like that. So, yeah, works out really good. Current helps the pontoon fight wind. That makes sense, Roger. I never thought about that, but it does. That's my problem. My current ends like 10 o'clock of the night. Your current does? Yeah, because they start cutting the dams off. Oh, I see. They're not using as much electricity? Yeah, about 9 o'clock, some of the dams start cutting off. Wow. It takes about that long for it to trickle on down to me, and, and I'm sitting in slack water then. And that's no good. They like current. I know. I love current, too. I love to fish current. Mm -hmm. that, that, was one, that was one of the reasons why I always wanted to fish if I had a tournament that was the same day for the same amount of money, if one of them was on a river and one of them was on a lake, I'd go to the river because yeah. I wanted the current. And uh, now it's not so much uh, that much of a difference, but uh, I do like I, the fish just love current. They do. Mm -hmm. And and the ones that's been out in it a long time, they're looking for a rest. They'll go find a break where they go rest for a little bit and you can hammer them. So yeah. a lot of, a lot of ways to fish rivers. We'll talk about that another time. Jody, thank you so much for joining me on Catfish Weekly tonight. I appreciate it. We've had a great group of people in chat tonight, and uh, we want to thank all of them for coming in here. Uh, I want to make sure that we get off in time uh, because Mark has Lizabelle and uh, um, James on tonight, and they're going to have a great show. I really enjoy the show they're doing with the game show thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've watched that, but I watched it the last two weeks. And uh, those guys are doing a great job with that. So uh, it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Roger says, spent three days fishing Memphis. Current was a change of pace, but bumping all day is fun. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a ton. Mm -hmm. Dieter Melhorn says, great show. Thank you so much, Dieter. That's always, always encouragement coming from you. I appreciate it so much. Yep, had a great turnout tonight. Thank you, David. Uh, Want to thank everybody for joining us. Be sure to tune in. To Jody and LG Bass, Wednesday, Wednesday night. at nine. Is that right? It's ten p.m. Eastern. Yeah, nine Central. God's time. Yeah, Brad Cobb will be on it this week. That'll be a great guest. Brad's a super nice guy. Does a lot of great things for for our sports. So you want to be sure to tune in on that. Um, 
Fishing with the Chad will be live on Thursday night, followed by Pan Fish Nation, and we'll be back here. I can't remember all the rest of you guys. There's just too many of you anymore. Um, but watch as many of the shows you can. Where else besides YouTube can you watch a fishing-related show, a catfishing-related show, every night of the week? You don't find that on TV. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.